Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Reach more potential customers through our sports radio package by dialing 832-213-8824. It's the radio guy, Mike Prince. Welcome to another episode of the Mike Prince Show. Of course, it is our daily mission to bring you news that you could use. Today would be no exception to the rule. Follow me on Twitter at the Mike Prince Show. The YouTube channel is the Open Mic Broadcast Network. The website is obnradio.com and the 24-hour dial-in message line 713-570-6736. And without any further delay, we're going to jump right into today's episode. A lot has been going on in the world of football throughout the FCS HBCU world. We'll add a little tidbit on today, but we'll save the rest for our Football Friday episode. The latest news coming from the Southwestern Athletic Conference is the Spring 21 football championship game will now be moved to Jackson, Mississippi versus it being on the campus of either Alabama A&M or University of Arkansas at Pine Bluff. So they will have a happy medium meet in Jackson, Mississippi for the May 1st contest. We'll break that down a little bit more on our Football Friday episode with so much that has been going on throughout the week. Dawson Odom heading to Norfolk, Virginia. All three games canceled for this weekend. Jackson State Prairie View, Alabama A&M Valley, Pine Bluff, Texas Southern. So we'll sort all that out on our Football Friday. Of course, we are in the middle of a baseball season throughout the world of collegiate athletics. Midweek baseball for the Southwestern Athletic Conference on yesterday. University of Arkansas at Pine Bluff fell short to Oklahoma State by the score of 12 to 2. Jackson State fell short to UL Monroe by the score of 18 to 6. And Southern University got blanked by South Alabama by the score of 8 to 0. So some more critical series coming up this weekend. Grambling will be at Texas Southern. Pine Bluff will be at Prairie View. And with all that divisional fighting going on, it's going to create some degrees of separation when the dust has settled after the weekend. Right now, the Panthers are currently in the number two spot behind Gramlin. Texas Southern is close behind and Pine Bluff trying to make a climb. So we'll figure all that out by the end of the weekend. And speaking of baseball, We know that there's been a lot of talk going on with Bethune-Cookman and FAMU coming over on the gridiron side of things, but they're also going to bring some very successful baseball programs, and we had the pleasure of being able to join in on the Brazos Valley Schools Credit Union Hotline, the head baseball coach from Bethune-Cookman, and that is none other than Johnny Hernandez. So we'll now switch over to the Brazos Valley Schools Credit Union Hotline, and hear the latest from Bethune-Cookman Wildcat Baseball. The Open Mic Broadcast Network would like to take this time to recognize its sponsors and underwriters. Attorney Lee Van Richardson, Brazos Valley Schools Credit Union, Prairie View Athletic Club, Temple of Refuge Ministries, 
Reflections Paint and Body Shop, Helping Hands Lawn Service, Diva Skin Conditioner, Purple Drip Daiquiri and Grill. For more information on how you can become an underwriter or a sponsor here at the Open Mic Broadcast Network, our number to call is 832-213-8824. Serving the community through faith and athletics. The Open Mic Broadcast Network, Prairie View, Texas. And welcome back to the Brazos Valley Schools Credit Union Hotline. We are fortunate to have with us on the line all the way down in Florida. They say it was a rainy night in Georgia, but it's been rainy nights and days in Florida. And that's none other but the head baseball coach of the Bethune-Cookman Wildcats, Johnny Hernandez. How you doing, Coach? And welcome to the show. I'm doing good, Mike. You know, appreciate you having us on. Uh, you know, talk a little bit of baseball and about our program down here in Daytona Beach. And it's like you said, it was raining in Georgia last night. But, man, I'm just trying to stay dry here in this Florida weather. I know that's right, my friend. Look, keep a canoe with you and the pedal just in case you get a current coming in. So <laughs> with all that being <laughs> said, you have um, a baseball that's been put on ice for the spring, even though this would be your normal time of year. But with the administrative decision that was made, we spoke with the head football coach, and he was telling us what it was like them to go through the transition. But it's a little bit different with you in your season they have to sit out. What has that been like for you guys? Um, it's been challenging, you know, to, to say the least. But, you know, we all know with, with COVID and you know, all the impact that it's had, you know, with, with it spreading across the country and how negative, obviously, it's been. And, you know, the administration just kind of took it in their hands to, you know, say, hey, look, we're going to play, uh, but we're just not going to play right now. Um, you know, they, they just decided that was in the best interest of our student athletes and our faculty and staff members as a whole. So, you know, support the decision. You know, we know we're just trying to keep our kids safe. At the end of the day, as that's our job as coaches is to keep our student athletes safe. Um, and if this is one way of doing that, well, so be it. Um, definitely been challenging. You know, obviously with roster um, being kind of dismantled, so to speak, and you know, guys obviously headed off to fulfill their careers. But at the end of the day, um, this is just, I guess, uh, a minor setback for a big comeback. And as we transition out of the Mid-Eastern Athletic Conference, very excited what the future holds for the Bethune-Cookman Wildcats heading into the Southwestern Athletic Conference as well. Now, as you may mention about players opting to go to other universities, were there some that seemed surprising that, hey, man, I thought this guy was my friend, but when the dust settles, every man for himself. Did you see any surprising moves with players leaving your program going to another? Um, not really, because I think it falls back to the communication that we had with our players, and we do have with our players, you know, uh, not only as a team, but individually as well. You know, we have an open-door policy with our guys, and, you know, once the announcement came and, and we had exit meetings, I mean, I thought it was in their best interest for them, you know, to look elsewhere for an opportunity and seek an opportunity elsewhere. You know, you have as we all know here, you're going to have first generation, you know, student or collegiate students. So, I mean, our job, yeah, we want to play baseball, but at the end of the day, what's most important is that degree. Um, we didn't feel as a staff that it was right for a senior or someone that's going to graduate, you know, now in the spring or in the summer to have to wait an entire another you know, academic year to play the game of baseball, which they've probably been playing since they were four or five years old. So I don't think there was a surprise, you know, when we talked to them. Um, it, it just let us know or let them know, hey, man, like, we've got your back. You know, I'm going to fulfill my promise. I'm going to take care of you. You know, we're going to go ahead and put you in the best position possible to succeed. 
And that is not only graduate, you know, with your bachelor's degree, but at the end of the day, you know, you're going to be able to play your final season. Although it's elsewhere, we're still going to be pulling for you. So I don't think there, there was, I guess, any sort of surprises. Um, and then some of our younger guys, you know, we talked to them, told them as well, hey, we're going to send you off to the junior college side because you need to get a season under your belt and get ready to roll for what the future holds at Bethune-Cookman as we transition into the SWAC. Okay, very good. So I know that you've been finding outlets for your ball players. What sort of outlets have you been doing, my friend, to help keep your baseball juices flowing? And it's funny, you know, um, I have an eight-year-old son, um, and he actually plays uh, baseball here locally at a, at a rec ball, you know, rec center here uh, locally at Port Orange, which is just 15 minutes outside of Daytona. It's pretty cool. You know, myself and the head baseball coach at Ember-Riddle, um, you know, they, uh, they opted out as well in their season. So we've been, I guess, getting our baseball coaching, you know, juices flowing out on the ball fields. And it's funny, man, when you have a bunch of seven- to eight-year-olds uh, that are running around just having a good time, it definitely brings <laughs> joy back to it. And, it's, you know, it's, it's an hour, you know, an hour and a half. But it's, it's on the ball field. And although, obviously, it's not our players, it's a bunch of seven-, eight-year-olds, and we're just having fun in a time of our lives right now, to be honest with you. Taking you back to a simpler time in life, I know without a shadow of a doubt. We're on the Brazos Valley Schools Credit Union hotline with head baseball coach of Bethune-Cooking Wildcats, Johnny Hernandez. Now, we talked about uh, the transitional period that you'll be coming from the MEAC to the SWAC, and your program historically has stood its own in the MEAC, and I'm pretty sure you're anticipating that transition over to the SWAC. If you were to define a Johnny Hernandez-led baseball program, how would you define that, sir? I think it's a team that's going to be able to pitch and defend. You know, that that's for sure. We all know pitching and defense wins championships, um, and we all know that, you know, you can't hit your way to a championship. you got to be able to pitch and defend. So I think that that's going to be you know, a Johnny Hernandez-led team. We're going to be able to pitch well, and we're going to be able to defend um, well. We're going to put pressure on the defense. You know that that's number one. It's going to be it's going to be a club that's going to have a lot of fun. You know, a lot of joy, especially when you look at COVID and how it's impacted. And you know, we had our seasons ripped out. Um, you know, in 2020, and you know, this year again, we opted out. And there's schools across the country that have been dealing with this situation. But it's a team that one is not going to take anything for granted. It's it's going to be a hard nosed ball club. We're going to grind every AB out, every pitch out. Um, and we're just going to have fun, man. But at the end of the day, you're going to see a team that is going to have the enjoyment of, of playing the game of baseball and, and playing against good quality competition as the teams are in the SWAC. Absolutely. Now, I'm an old catcher, Coach, and i got to ask you this question. Do you allow your catchers to call your pitches or are you calling pitches from the dugout? And I've done it twofold. Um, you know, we've called pitches in the dugout. Um, I think this year, uh, with some of the experience that we are going to have behind the plate, uh, we may get some freedom, you know, to the catchers to call their own games uh, because I think that's part of their development, right? I mean, and it's just like in life as well. You're not going to have someone kind of holding you, you know, across the way, you know, every step of the way. You have to make decisions for yourself, whether good or bad, and you have to live with them. Um, but it's our job as coaches to develop that um, – I guess that strategy throughout the course of the fall, having our catchers, you know, believe in what our philosophy is and, hey, this is how we want to go about our business. And then the relationship from pitcher, catcher, and then, you know, knowing what kind of pitchers are going to be successful in certain situations. So I think that there is going to be a change in that um, as far as within our program. Uh, definitely looking to see if our catchers are going to be able to have the ability to call, you know, a nine-inning game. Absolutely, because 
for me, it like you say, it empowers the ball players and it builds that trust factor up amongst them because when the dust settles, they're the ones that have to go out there and execute. And you would have uh, some situations to where you might make a recommendation here and there, but to call the complete game, I think, is taking it out of the hands of the players. That's just my own personal opinion. Yeah, and, and the thing, too, it also provides accountability as well, you know, and that's huge, and especially when we're trying to develop, you know, yeah, we're, we're, we're coaching the game of baseball, but we're really coaching people, you know. So if you're able to use baseball as sort of a streamline to assist the development of, you know, young men, you know, especially in our game of baseball, into the game of, you know, the game of life, and we've done our job at the end of it. Yes, sir. We're on the Brazos Valley Schools Credit Union Hotline with head baseball coach Johnny Hernandez of the Bethune-Cookman Wildcats. They'll be soon making the exodus from the MEAC to the SWAC. July 1st is the official date of 2021, and we can't wait to really get this thing off and running. Now, Coach, I heard you talk about recruiting and how you had to do some creative recruiting with taking this time off for the spring 21 season. When you go looking for ball players, do you have certain areas where you've had more success than others? And is there a taboo area where you say, you know what, been there to the well too many times in that area, that's not good for us? I think coming from South Florida, you know, born and raised down in Hialeah, Florida, um, which is a you know, smaller city down in, in Dade County, um, coaching high school in South Florida and, and coaching junior college at ASA Miami down in South Florida, I definitely have you know, a lot of contacts down there. We all know that South Florida is a rich area of baseball where you can go ahead and find, you know, what you're looking for as long as the players uh, fit what your system, what your philosophy and the standards of the university are. Um, so we get kids from South Florida. You know, we've got kids from Georgia. Um, you know, we've had kids in the past from out west in Arizona, California. Uh, we have some kids coming in from Texas. You know, we, we definitely want to broaden, uh, I guess, the recruiting net. Uh, for here at Bethune-Cookman University, you know, so do you want to stay in just one pocket? No, you definitely want to branch out. And I think us moving to the SWAC is going to allow us to branch out even further, you know, with teams out in Louisiana, out in Texas, uh, maybe even Arkansas, where we can try and, you know, get some players, you know, down from that area here to Florida. And there's a lot to sell here in Florida. I mean, we're in Daytona Beach, which is world's famous beach. That, that's one. And then, um, you know, we're playing a beautiful stadium, you know, Jackie Robinson Ballpark, which is all turf. Um, so there's a lot of – a lot goes into it as far as recruiting. And it's like our AD, Lynn Thompson, says, you know, you got to think outside the box because we can't afford the box. So you definitely have to be creative in, in what we're doing on a recruiting standpoint to bring in the ball players and the, the, the people that are going to, you know, make us successful not only on the field but off the field as well. It's ironic that you brought up your athletic director, Lynn Thomas, uh, when speaking with your football coach, Terry Sims. He spoke highly on how important it is and how great of support that you have from your AD's position, uh, not only on and off the field, but you guys as personal husbands and development of your family. I'm assuming that you're experiencing the same thing under that leadership. Oh, man, it's been great. You know, the moment I stepped foot on campus here, you know, three years ago, you know, he's like he's like a father figure. You know, I'm only 35, 36 years old, and I've got my first Division One head coaching job, you know, at the age of 32, you know, 33, and he's been a father figure. He's been a mentor, um, re really challenges us, but at the same time lets us run our programs how we need fit. Um, but he's always there for guidance. 
uh, any type of assistance, you know, anything that we need, um, you know, as far as athletically, administratively, and even just, you know, one-on-one talks, his door is always open. And also Ms. Sandra Booker as well, our senior woman administrator here at Bethune-Cookman, she's been phenomenal as well. Um, and both of them at the top of the leadership, you know, here in the athletic department, it's been, it's been a wonder uh, to work here for the last three years as the head coach at Bethune-Cookman University. Okay, sounds like a family-oriented program and a family that plays together, stay together, and the success is being proven on the playing services, in this case, baseball. Now, Coach, I've heard you refer to a couple of times about the philosophy, the philosophy, and I know what you said, that a Johnny Hernandez team is going to be a pitching defensive team, but what is that philosophy and the message that you try to relate to your ball program? Um, I think that, you know, we get caught up in trying to do things, you know, that are out of our, or out of our realm or, or out of our reach. I think that we just have to do simple better. You know, we got to be able to play catch. We got to be able to throw the baseball, you know, cross the diamond and just take care of the baseball, you know, um, for us, even like some of our pillars for, for our program, it's just pretty much trust, you know, communication and transparency. You know, those are the three things that we, you know, we really talk about here at our program. Um, we're going to be able to, you know, pitch, man, just put, you know, as a pitching staff, we're not going to, you know, we're not going to pitch necessarily to the hitter's weaknesses. We're going to pitch to our strengths. You know, we're going to develop that throughout the course of the fall. You know, offensively speaking, we want to be a gap-to-gap team. We want to have kind of a we-over-me approach uh, when it comes to situational hitting. Um, but at the end of the day, man, it just comes down to fall practice, how we convey that message and how we speak to our student athletes day in and day out. You know, it's, it's just something that, that we take. Uh, pride in, you know, in our defense as well. You know, I think uh, the COVID shortened season, obviously we only played 16, 17 games, but at that point, our pitching staff was ranked 23rd in the country, you know, in staff ERA. And I think our defense was number one in the country turning double plays. So we definitely take pride in our pitching and our defense. Absolutely. And when I hear you talking about pitching, a lot of people want to compute pitching with a guy who's throwing 95 plus, as we would say back in my time, throwing BBs. And that's not necessarily what makes a great pitcher. A pitcher is a guy who can hit his spots when need to, a guy who understands, as you said, his team's strength versus the hitter's weakness and pitching to that. And it's not always about getting the strikeout, but it's about getting that put out as often as you can. And when you see that, and it leads you to recruiting your program to continue to build do you find that a little bit more challenging these days because of guys' philosophy? We know select ball is rampant nowadays, and some of these guys thinking that they're, in most cases, bigger than the program? Yeah, I think that, I mean, it's the instant gratification era too, right? It's like, you know, you want quick results, you know, in a quick amount of time. And, you know, for us, I mean, you can, yeah, you can see a 92 to 95 arm, but is he consistently in the strike zone? You know, or is he, you know, constantly walking guys or is he out of the strike zone? I think kids get caught up and have to throw 95, I have to throw 96. Well, not really. You know, if you look back at, at the success that we've had, you know, even, you know, in our COVID shortened year, we had our Saturday starter, you know, Alec Mendez, who was a left-handed pitcher. He was 83 to 85, but it was a legit three-pitch mix and knew how to pitch. And he had under a one ERA, you know, in four starts before COVID impacted the season in 2020. You know, for us, pitchability is is key you know we have to be able to win the one one cast we have to be able to you know locate the fastball we're going to have to be able to locate in out up away you know anything that comes with pitching so 
Uh, guys get caught up in, hey, man, I want the 94 to 95 arm. I get it. But if he's not in the zone, how is that 94, 95 arm really going to help you? I'd rather take an 85 to 88 arm that has three pitches for strikes. And it's going to give our defense opportunity for outs. Um, you know, and that, that's where we're at on the pitching side of it. Absolutely. And your hitting philosophy, uh, do you prefer small ball? I think the game will dictate that. Right? I mean, it's, it's something we definitely do practice throughout the course of the fall um, and even throughout the course of the spring. You know, I, I think the game is going to dictate, you know, I guess what approach you're going to have, who's on the mound, what's the score, what inning are you in, and, you know, what your personnel. You, you have to realize what personnel you have in order to have that in your back pocket. Um, I think for us, you know, we try and go gap-to-gap approach. You know, we again, we, we want to be aggressive early in the count, um, and we want to be able to put pressure on the defense as much as possible. Um, you know, but it all comes down to recruiting too, recruiting to your personnel. If you have you know, three you know, boppers in your lineup, are you really going to bunt with a runner at second with no outs? You know, when you have the ability to drive the baseball in the left center field gap or right center field gap, you know, for, for that run to score. So it just all kind of depends on the game, uh, where you're at, and obviously knowing what your personnel can do for you. Sounds good. Look, what I'm hearing, my friend, Sounds like you are an aggressive hit-and-run type guy and force the team to try to make the plays and capitalize off the overplays. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah, yeah. And, and you have to, right? <laughs> like you have to be able to put pressure on the defense, and the only way to you know, execute all of that is, is have a, a strict regimen of what you do in the fall practices leading up to spring practices, and you, know, you, you trust in your training, you trust in your ability, so when it comes down to game time, you, you know, our players are going to be able to execute what we need in order to be successful on any given night. Once again, we're talking with Johnny Hernandez, head baseball coach of the Bethune-Cookman Wildcats. And while we have you here, Coach, uh, if you could give us the makeup of your coaching staff and how many scholarships are you playing with these days? So, you know, we're, we're not fully funded. You know, it's not 11.7 scholarships as everyone, everyone thinks that, you know, all these schools have all this scholarship money. So, you know, for us, man, we just have to be creative in, in how, you know, we go about our scholarship uh, situation as far as on, on the baseball side. Um, so that, you know, that all depends. You know, we look at the kids' grades. You know, are they going to be able to help us, you know, on the field, off the field, and you know, what we look for in a, in a student athlete. You know, coaching staff right now is just myself. Um, and Coach Jose Carballo, who's a Bethune-Cookman alum, uh, he's, our, he's our hitting uh, infield coach. Uh, we just had our pitching coach, uh, Coach Zuniga, who was also a Bethune Wildcat alum. Uh, he is actually at, uh, the pitching coach over at New Mexico State. Uh, so I guess once things start to, I guess, get back to somewhat of a normal, uh, we'll be in, in process of bringing in another assistant coach to assist us with our team uh, and moving forward. So that's kind of our... I guess our landscape right now is just myself and Coach Carbio on staff here in the baseball program at Bethune-Cookman. Okay, and what would you consider your expertise when it comes to the coaching staff other than the head coaching position? Uh, more of a pitching guy, you know, came up as a pitcher, um, you know, was a pitching coach at the high school level for a couple of years and, you know, was able to transition that to a head coaching position at ASA Miami and down at junior college in Miami and, you know, besides being a head coach, you know, I pride myself on being a pitching coach. You know, I was fortunate and blessed to coach on the USA Baseball 14-year national team uh, a couple of years back as their pitching coach. Um, so I would say, you know, pitching is, is my background besides, you know, being the head coach at Bethune-Cookman. Well, see, man, I think you and I are going to have a beautiful working relationship. You're a pitcher, I'm a catcher, 
And I think we kind of think on the same patterns as far as this baseball philosophy goes. So I'm looking forward to what the future would lie ahead with us right now. But as we continue move forward just a little bit longer, I do value your time with us, and we won't hold you too long this time around, but we're trying to get what we can uh, for those who are listening and appreciate baseball like we do. Now, when, when it comes to the actual SWAC play in 2021, from my understanding, of course, you and fam, you will be in the East, and it's going to be right now on the surface 30-game regular season schedule. And is it still going to be where you could play 52, 56 games in that window? I think that there is an opportunity for that. Uh, we're just waiting on confirmation, you know, to see what the actual not, uh, the actual conference schedule is going to look like. But I think that there's definitely opportunities to play 52 to 55 games, just depending on how, you know, each head coach decides to schedule. Uh, we're we're in a unique situation because we are in Florida. Uh, and we do have an all-turf field, so even a day like today where it's raining, you know, the, the field is, is not going to flood. So, you know, we, we have that opportunity to, to go ahead and schedule, you know, not only you know, our Florida, you know, regular non-conference matchups, but, you know, the first couple of weeks of the season, you know, we're able to bring, you know, and hopefully, you know, COVID is, is at a better state um, or, or gets better throughout the country where some of these teams are able uh, to travel down to Florida and play, but, you know, we, we can definitely have an opportunity to schedule, you know, 50 up to 56 games, which is regulated by the NCAA. And that is absolutely awesome. Now, just briefly, Coach, who are some of your typical non-conference opponents that you take on at Bethune? Oh, uh, we usually play FIU, who's right now, you know, coached by, you know, Coach Melendez, who is, is a Bethune-Cookman Hall of Famer, and he, he, he also spent time at Alabama State. Uh, so we play FIU. Uh, Florida International University. We usually play the University of Miami, uh, Florida Gulf Coast, you know, UCF, USF, FAU, FSU. I mean, Florida, you know, our, our non-conference section, Jacksonville University. So any team, every team in the state of Florida, we essentially are able to play um, you know, within our non-conference schedule. So it, it's a tough non-conference schedule, but it gets us ready what the expectation and what the standard will be moving forward in the SWAC, and that's to compete for conference championships. Well, what I'm loving about that, all that great competition, and you don't have to leave the state, which is, uh, they say, uh, AD's dream to play these type of games without going deep into your budget travel-wise. It increases your RPI, which in turn brings a deeper awareness for your said conference, in this case, the Southwestern Athletic Conference. So it's a win-win all the way around. Yes, and if you look back at the history, you know, 2017 was a, was a really good year for the, the baseball program here at Bethune where, you know, they advanced to their first regional final against Florida after you know, beating Florida the day before. But they were a three-seed in that regional, and not too many people know that, but the reason – in my opinion, this is just my opinion, that they were the three seed in 2017 is because they had so much success with their non-conference schedule, with the schedule that was laid out, you know, by Coach Beverly and his staff at that time. So it definitely does give us an opportunity for high RPI marks um, and bring some value towards the Southwestern Athletic Conference as well. Yes, sir. Well, Coach, uh, as you can see, we can talk baseball all day long, and I'm truly, truly excited and I'm looking forward to us having more conversations. Uh, what I want to do, though, at this point, 
I want to give you an opportunity to have some closing thoughts and comments as a custom that we have here at the open mic. And I'm now going to turn the floor over to you now, sir, and it's all yours. Well, first off, Mike, I definitely appreciate you having us on and speak about our program and our university, you know, here in Daytona Beach at Bethune-Cookman. Um, it's going to be an exciting brand of baseball. Um, I think with us and FAMU joining uh, the SWAC conference, it, in my opinion, I think it has an opportunity to be a legitimate baseball conference within the SWAC. Uh, with all the phenomenal teams that are in the SWAC, SWAC is going to be able to be put on the map. Um, and it's gonna, there's just going to be wonder, wonders of things that are going to be able to happen within the SWAC with us joining and um, I'm just excited for it. You know, I think that uh, our players are excited. Our coaching staff is excited about it, our administration. And um, once again, man, I thank you for your time, you know, for allowing me to get on the show with you guys. Well, we definitely appreciate having you. And if you allow me to say welcome to the conference. And we look forward to what you bring to the table. We look forward to growing with you. We look forward to future broadcasts and future interviews and just a grand old time. And what I am going to say is the greatest sport on the planet, and that is baseball, the I love. Yes, sir. I appreciate you. <laughs> yes, sir. He is Coach Johnny Hernandez of the Bethune-Cookman Wildcats. They'll be bringing the noise. Let's go Wildcats is their fight song. And we'll be bringing the noise right along with them here from the Open Mic Broadcast Network. But for right now, I must exit stage left. My time is far spent reminding you guys to follow me on Twitter at the Mike Prince Show and subscribe to the YouTube channel at the Open Mic Broadcast Network. I must go for now, but until the next time, you guys be blessed, and we'll see you on the other side. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.